0: the 2018 lunchtime catch-up podcast awards
1: with your hosts grant and scott
0: lunchtime catch-up Thank you, thank you, everybody. Yes, yes. Please take your seats and welcome to the inaugural lunchtime catch-up podcast awards for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. My name is Grant, and with me is Scotty. Hello, everyone, and we are so excited to have our first inaugural awards for 2018 as the lunchtime catch-up. Yes, indeed. Well, this year we uh, we thought we put together some uh, some funny awards about all the players on and off the field as well, um, and we'll just. Give our awards for the 2018 season.
1: The attention will be, who will be our Player of the Year? That will be the last award.
0: Player of the Year, it's, it's pretty controversial. Scotty and I have been talking about it a lot. We've um, been having a lot of fights. A lot of fights on the subject. <laughs> he was thinking one thing and then I was thinking another and then he's going kind to of come around to my way of thinking. But let's get started on the, on the first uh, award of this year. What have we got, Scotty?
1: We have Best Journalist of the Year.
0: Now, Best Journalist of the Year. We've had a few of them on the show. We've had yep, yeah, uh, Ronnie Lerner. We've had Chip LeGrand, who is our our highest um, rating show.
1: Yeah, we've had. Um, who else have we had? Ron Connolly. Ron Conley, Callum Toomey. So we've had some amazing guests. We've gone one a little left field to to popularity. Not that the other guys and girls aren't brilliant, but but this 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 guy he has reported quite a lot on our players this year. Very factual. Likes to get his. Is information right? Easy I know that read. for a fact. So when it comes to journalist integrity, I think this guy's right at the top, top of the tree. So I'm giving Best Journalist of the Year Brrr. to Daniel Cherney. <laughs> Congratulations, Daniel Cherny. Congratulations, Churney, Daniel. From the age. Uh, well done. And we look forward to uh, hopefully some bigger and better reporting in 2019.
0: Absolutely. Um, The next award is the best VFL player award. Now, Scotty and I have been watching the VFL closely this year. We've been out to a few games. Um, We've been talking to the VFL president a fair bit, so we've got a bit of inside knowledge from him there on who's been really performing well. Um, There's a number of players that we could include in here.
1: Yeah, this is a tricky one because in little blocks, there was players who dominated. So even at the start of the year, Langford was, was prominent. Redmond at some stage was really prominent. Uh, Darcy,
0: Aaron, Darcy Parrish went back there and, and got every possession in the world. And then you had probably
1: five or six weeks from Aaron Francis that was really dominant. But we thought uh, to keep the integrity of the of the award, yep. this person had to have played nearly every game and played consistently well. And he's played better than consistently
0: well. Like he, people will be looking at him for a senior gig uh, I soon. I think this
1: guy might be on an AFL list this year.
0: So the winner is Nick Hind.
1: I'm going to say we're going to have this applause every time.
0: Absolutely. Congratulations uh, to Nick. A really incredible season. I mean, like that last game where we watched at um, Windy Hill, that man's got lightning quick AFL speed.
1: Yeah, he's, he's just come on leaps and bounds this year. His first five metres is electric, and he fully deserves this award. I would say he'll be on an AFL list next year. Hopefully, we have a little bit of a buy-in. Yeah. But we'll see how that goes. So, look, we wanted to also have a an award for the best first year player. Yep. And bear in mind the definition of best, best first year player in, in our minds was literally the first year of AFL playing.
0: Because, so- I mean, we we brought in Triple S this year, Sard so Smith and, and uh, Stringer, and... The best first year player for the Essendon Football Club is probably going to come out of those guys, right? Yeah. Um, But what we wanted to do was get the first sort of the first year you've been playing AFL football for for the Bombers, right? So again, there's there's not that many players because of the fact that we got triple S.
1: Yeah, because of the award really going for for the first year in the actual AFL industry. So we went to a player that I think Mark Harvey.
0: Will appreciate absolutely, and a lot of our um, a lot of our opinion was uh, again moulded by what Harve said in the last interview. But the best first year player this year we've given to Matt Guelphy An exceptional year for Matty. An exceptional year from the man. When Mark Harvey says he took he took one look at you and said this kid's got something. You have something.
1: Yes, you get a game very quickly. You get a game very quickly. That's how it turned out. But fantastic one-on-one player, super competitor, uh, will only grow from his year this year. So, uh, look, a really exciting future. Uh, A guy who missed a number of drafts, so came into Essendon quite mature, but also very, very hungry. And that's how it played out. And that's how it looked.
0: Interesting fact about Mac Guelphie is that he finished first in his Top Gun school um, back in the States, but he <laughs> yes. chose to play AFL football. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well done to Mac Guelphie for the best first year player. Now the next award, the most exciting player to watch. And again, this one could have been a lot of players at the club. Yeah, well, Jakey I mean, Stringer, it this, could have been anybody.
1: Stringer's kicked some amazing goals this year. And look, this may be a surprise, but it's not Waller, and walla has been very exciting well, this could year. could have been
0: it, man. I mean, it, it could have been Connor McKenna's run. It could have been um, it could have been Hurls down back, monstering people. It could be just mm. Dyson. It could be um, a lot of people. It could be Devin Smith. It could be Jakey Stringer. It could be Orazio when he gets up and running. Yeah. But the most exciting player to watch this year, we've given to the Saad machine, Adam Saad. Congratulations
1: to Adam. And there is, look, there literally is nothing better to watch when Adam Sard sees 50 metres of clear space ahead of him. And to be honest, sometimes he only sees 10 metres of clear space ahead of him and he just goes around the guy anyway. Exactly right. So um, uh,
0: Special mention to Jack Zebel from North Melbourne, yeah. who still has nightmares about Adam Saad because Zebel had him covered. When we played North, he had him covered running out of the back <laughs> line and Sardi he just literally ran around the yes. man brilliantly well done well done adam um sincerely hope that we get another 30 to 40 years out of you running out of that back line
1: so look we are we're going to announce this next award by audio uh it is goal of the year now this is a tricky one hugely tricky you have some great goals you have one uh from wallow down at west coast you have multiple goals from Devon Smith from around the corners. Yep, Arazio's uh, been great. Arazio kicked a fantastic goal that Eddie he Head yep. near the boundary line, but with no further, without further ado, without further ado, <laughs>
0: in that way, yep. Here we... He, is let's see if you guys can pick up who the goal of the year is.
1: Hell Chambers again. He had Myers in mind. Here's Parrish again. Comes with a surge. Stringer from one side. Danaher from the other. Stringer makes the take. He's working, it's working,
0: it's all working for Jake Stringer. He's a bummer now. And the award goes to the four litres of cream, Jakey Stringer.
1: Congratulations, Jakey. Uh, a brilliant addition to uh,
0: the Essendon Football Club this year. Uh, I still think he has another level to go to as well. I absolutely think he does too. I think he's, he's about 85% fit. Um, he's 100% talented, but he's 85% fit and I swear next year, if we can keep him on the park for good long periods of time, those goals are going to come continuously mm. and he's going to be our poor man's Dustin Martin, I reckon, around the, the midfield. It's
1: interesting that he's been mentioning too that he wants to get a little bit fitter and that's a, that's a key thing for eston because he would have realised for the first time in his career how much we have asked him to play in the midfield. Yeah. And and what because he needs he's so to do. he's so damn yeah. good at it too. That's the he thing. He's a great clearance player. Yeah,
0: huge clearance player. So he's re- he's really important player for us in there. And I think he would enjoy it too. I think he'd enjoy it. I think he loves it in there. Yeah, yeah influencing the contest. I think he'd really enjoy it. What do we got next, Scotty? So, well, now we've got Mark of the Year. A mark of the Year. Now, now I, cu- I could say there's a suspense in this one. The, but there just isn't. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that everybody knows where we're going on this one.
1: Now, look, I have to give special mention because before the last round... Before Matt, the last round? Matt Guelphie and uh, yes. and Devin Smith were probably fighting it out. Absolutely. Uh, so, special mention to those two guys. Took fantastic marks this year. But... I we have to go with the obvious.
0: The, he stood on the dude's head. The winner this year is. Just gets to the footy. Works so hard and generally. Oh, oh look at that from Francis! Colossal mark. He has been so impressive over the last two or three weeks. There it is, Bruce. A, that's a ripper. That's a beauty, isn't what oh, it? right. that is? That is I'm a ripper. Right. He just he hung. And that's right, Bruce McEvany. It was colossal. The winner is Aaron Francis.
1: massive congratulations to Aaron the probably the story of the last month for the Essendon
0: Football Club absolutely i mean Scott and i have been watching him in the VFL and he regularly stands on people's heads when he when he thinks he's he can grab a mark he stands off a couple of steps and just stands on people's heads people i think need to get used to that happening a fair bit he loves a hanger
1: he will take a few speckies in his he career he will take
0: a few speckies in his career
1: yeah so uh, uh, just a fantastic story for the whole year, to be honest. If we if we had our favourite story of the
0: year, he, well, we would have won the award as it's, well. Yeah, it's it's easy. I mean, he's he's a great bloke, and for him to go through what he's gone through, and then to just show everybody. Everybody towards the end of the season, what this kid can do. You've got people like Wayne Carey saying this kid is going to be special. Yep. And like, yeah, to, to, to really say we're, we're really proud of Aaron um, and uh, the way the Bombers have handled him. And, mate, we can't wait to see you round one next year. So we're getting him through, getting through them quite fast
1: now. So, look, we're going to do one more, then go to a quick break. Yep. Uh, we did podcast episode of the year for us
0: for, yeah for our our favorite podcast episode of the year now i mean i can assure everybody that all of them are our favorite <laughs> they really are we uh we appreciate the fact that we could get people like Simon Madden, Xavier Campbell, Mark Harvey, Ra- all of these people um, on yes. our podcast from Scott's front room.
1: So we ended up not really doing it almost as a favourite. We decided to make the decision more on what was the most downloaded
0: show. What was the most downloaded show for for 2018? And it was quite clearly Chip LeGrand.
1: Yes, uh, Chip actually... <laughs> Probably about by about 30 or 40 percent, uh, had more downloads than any other podcast. We, uh, to say we were surprised after 24 hours of that show was amazing. He, he was. After only about twenty hours since we launched it, he was the most popular episode we ever did, and, and it put uh, us to what number three on the iTunes chart. Yeah, it put us to number three on the iTunes chart. Yeah, and a,
0: and and that was just thanks to everybody out there in listenerland too, as well. I mean, we put Chip on the show, and we honest to goodness did not think we would get the kind of reaction that we did. I mean, that podcast put <laughs> the Lunch Don Catch Up podcast from Scotty's front room at the number three sports podcast in the country on the iTunes chart. We beat every Triple M uh, yeah, podcast yeah. there was. We beat Roy and HG, mm-hmm. and that was that absolutely made us smile. So a massive thank you to the very educated and very smart Chip Grand, um, and a big thank you to everybody that downloaded it and listened to it. So yeah. thank you very much.
1: And look, just special mentions: uh, our most recent one, Mark Harvey, is actually already the most third popular yeah. podcast we've we've done, and it had a huge response. Uh, I mean, there's nothing better than actually getting coaching questions almost direct from the source. Absolutely. So to have that kind of 25 minute chat with an, a key assistant coach uh, we couldn't thank the club and Mark enough for yep. allowing that to happen and obviously we uh, plan to have some um, some big guests coming up and uh, why, while it might be a bit quieter in the off season for everyone we're going still going to do the one off shows so we'll still be around we'll do one for like the draft and trade week Yep. and um, we realise the cricket season's coming up but but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll still do the odd show.
0: Yeah, the AFL never really sort of dies. There's always some things to talk about. And I guess if the, once the Bombers know who they're, they're zeroing in on and we get some info out of the, uh, the very quiet Adrian Dodoro, um, once we kind of know what we're talking about, we'll get back on for a podcast.
1: So after the break, we're going to go to best podcast of the year. That's an external podcast yeah, of the year. The
0: ones that we like to, to listen to. So we'll do
1: that after the break.
0: Welcome back to the Inaugural Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast Awards for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Now, what have we got next, Scotty?
1: So, we have got Best External Podcast of the Year.
0: Now, Best External Podcast, this isn't just sort of, sort of uh, ones that are generalised podcasts. We're, we're looking at sort of... Sports based podcasts, the ones um, that we like. Yeah.
1: So look, there's obviously some great Essendon podcasts. The two that come to mind is the Sash and the the Windy Hill Windsock. Great, Give them a listen. Yeah, um, great, great guys. Great listen. Um, I really like all the Essendon podcasts. Actually, uh, we're probably the the three main podcasts going around. Uh, I'll say that. Sorry to if anyone that's got but yeah, one. <laughs> if, if if you've got one that we don't actually know
0: about, <laughs> please
1: show us, um, and. There's been some, it's been a great year of podcasts. Look, as a left field one, people who like the NBA, and I know there's a lot of Sixers fans, Rice to Ricky Sanchez podcast is a high recommend. Uh, I also listen to the JJ Reddick podcast. So, um, some brilliant podcasts this year. But look, it was only, it was pretty clear who we were going to pick. Absolutely. Uh, I've. This has been a, a godsend, this podcast. It's, been fantastic to listen to, hosted brilliantly, uh, and it has to go to
0: Croft and Hurdy
1: Congratulations, boys! Uh, big thanks to Ralphie. Ralphie's been such a supporter. Yeah. of our show this year.
0: Um, he does the podcast with him, obviously.
1: Yeah, so he's the host, and uh, we we've been chatting sort of in DMs and. And been a really good support, uh, and we've let him know that we fully support his show and love to promote it, and and we fully do that with sincerity. Uh, we always wanted, uh, we love Croft just a, a great, a great person, funny, yeah. funny guy. And look, we obviously are big supporters of Hurdy we, we don't sort of shy from that. No, we wish him all the best. Uh, great to see him laughing. It's a fantastic show. I continue to laugh, and the the show the other day with Greg Champion from the. Could have been champions. Totally could have been. Oh, yeah, it was just brilliant stuff. So it's just been uh, a, a train morning podcast for me every morning. So congratulations, guys. Congratulations. So look, we wanted to do an award for the best breakout Essendon player this year. Yep. And this one's a tough one because there was obviously a very late development in the year mm-hmm. with number 10.
0: Like a clear development.
1: Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and you've had... Uh, guys like McKenna, who's gone from strength to strength. Yep. Uh, so there's been some really big. And even Parrish in the second half of the year came on a little bit stronger. Yep. Uh, Browning. M- Mitch Brown. Um, Mitch
0: Brown, like, has just come out yep. of nowhere again. And you could have McKernan
1: while he was playing. Oh,
0: McKernan, yeah, absolutely.
1: But look, we when we discussed it, we ended up just having to go with one player. And that player is
0: Kyle Langford. Congratulations to Kyle. Kyle has, I reckon, put in as much or more work into his game than most AFL footballers. He, he was set a challenge by the club to become yeah. a midfielder. Um, they put him back in the twos to learn his trade and he has absolutely clearly learned his trade now and it is Kyle Langford's time.
1: And look, his, his off-season was, was, was unbelievable. He worked so hard in that off-season to get his body right. And it's just paid off in leaps and bounds. Absolutely. Uh, All that
0: kid's hard work in the in the VFL, learning about the midfield train, learning how to get in and repeat efforts and that sort of stuff, is really now starting to show at AFL level. He's, But even better than that is that he's getting the ball, which is hard yeah. enough, but he's making really smart decisions with the ball as his, well.
1: Yeah, his skill level is off the charts at the moment. He's, yeah. he's a great decision maker. He He's wearing the number four in all true sense of the number. He's starting well. to look a little scarily yeah. like
0: the man a little tiny bit.
1: Yeah. And it's I still think, like, I know a certain club official that uh, still thinks there's a way to go for him. Like, he's still got a lot of untapped yep. potential. So, and then you
0: can slide him into a forward pocket every now and then if you want to help kick a few, couple of goals at six four. So, yeah. He's very, very, very deserving of the breakout player of the year award.
1: I'll let you do the next award. Seeing you thought of it
0: now. This this (laughs) award, I um look, um I'm always a fan. I'm I'm forty what four years old now, and I'm I'm an old bloke. So it's always good to see a good young, good looking boy coming through the Essendon Footy Club. Now. For many years the leader of this particular uh, award of the best after five operator <laughs> thank you, JB, the best after five operator was always Tommy Bell. Tommy Bell was universally understood to just just yep. carve a sway through <laughs> nightclubs um and was just after five operating as good um or better than anybody else in the AFL. Well I'll tell you what, there's a new sheriff. There's a new sheriff around and he's half Tommy Bell's age. He's actually Val Kilmer in disguise and it's Maddie Guelfi again. <laughs> a big congratulations to, uh, to Maddie Guelfi there. Um, Maddie was uh, was clearly he's a, he's a good looking rooster. clearly think people think he's Val Kilmer in, uh, in disguise. For many years, it was, uh, it was Tommy Bell that was universally known as the best after five operator at the club. Um, but Maddie Guelfi surely that good looking young boy coming through, is, uh, is clearly now the leader in that field. So congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Guelphie. Yes,
1: and I know personally from family members of the female type, uh, they're quite excited about,
0: uh, about his future about and what he's, gonna, <laughs> what he's going to bring to the club.
1: <laughs> well done, Maddie. So look, these are, they are these are a little bit silly. These these. So look, but that's all right. We said we we asked a, a few. What
0: kind of awards can we have? And we we player, asked a, we asked a, a panel of a thousand women, <laughs> and they said, player, you would approve your data dating award. <laughs> your daughter dating. <laughs> your daughter dating. <laughs> uh, the player you would approve your daughter dating, Scotty, or is your i don't even know how to say that the other way around so the player you would approve your daughter <laughs> oh, dating such an idiot the mm. nice the nice kind of guy look the guy that you'd bring home to meet the parents we're giving it to andy mcgrath and oh no the applause the applause there we go Yay. hey <laughs> sorry everybody so professional that's so professional. Andy McGrath, clearly. I mean, he's he's a good looking kid too. He's the clean cut Canadian. He's the clean cut Canadian. Everybody loves the man. And again, a massive future at the Essendon Football Club.
1: So look, we uh we've gone from uh, I guess the best
0: <laughs> The best after five operator and the best which one would you how do you would say it? Your, da- your daughter day daddy daughter, <laughs> the daughter dating?
1: Oh boy.
0: So our best social
1: media performer. Uh, so for people who follow Instagram. Follow Twitter uh, and all those sort of things. Which which player stands out in your mind as the best social media operator? And look, this is a hard one because uh, Dylan Clark's been a late developer with some of his dancing. Yes. Uh, Michael Hartley goes Michael well. Michael Hartley goes well. Yep. Um, and especially with the new baby in town. Yep. But we've gone with uh, with a, a bit of an old favourite. He's he's been a, a key performer for a number of years actually, and that is.
0: Sorry, guys, we're dropping stuff around here. Go, what was it, Scotty? That is Dyson Hepple! Yay! (laughs) Dyson gets the award. (laughs) Scotty and I are killing ourselves laughing here. Dyson gets the award. Now, why does he get the award, Scotty? Well, mainly, well, from flying poo
1: into bins. (laughs) Flying poo into bins. (laughs) Which doesn't sound... Sort of funny when it comes from the captain of the football club. No, but, but if,
0: if you ever want to get onto social media and check him out, it is kind of funny.
1: So, he, look, he's obviously... He, he has some pretty funny stuff on social media. Uh,
0: and he's a funny bloke just normally. Yeah,
1: he's, he's a, obviously a very Aussie larrikin. He's an Aussie
0: kid from uh, from Langatha and he's he's just real funny. So, congratulations to the capital, uh, to the capital, to the captain. Hey, Scotty, let's just let's just maybe take a break. What do you reckon? Let's take a break. Yes. We'll get a drink and we'll come back and we start. We'll start talking correctly and we'll get the podcast back on track. Alrighty.
1: And we are back for the lunchtime catch-up podcast awards. We've uh, got our sanity back. Yes, we've untied our tongues. And yes, we're uh, we're ready to go with
0: some sort of professionalism. <laughs> Moving forward. Okay. <laughs> so the next award that we have is Best Podcast Guest for 2018, as he reads it off the monitor. <laughs> so the Best Podcast Guest for 2018. Now,
1: let's, I'm going to say all of them. Let's give them. So this year we've had, just in 2018, we've had... As an obscure one, Andrew Porter from the Philadelphia 76ers radio show. is amazing. Which was amazing. Chip Legrand, Callum Toomey, Ronnie Lerner, Daniel Cherney, Rowan Conley, Mark Harvey and Simon Madden.
0: But look, basically we're too afraid to say anyone else. Yes, because we don't want to upset him and the club. So the winner of this award goes to Xavier Campbell.
1: And in all seriousness, it was a huge thanks to, uh, to Xavier for coming on the show.
0: Mate, we, we interviewed him at his desk at like 7 o'clock at night when I'm quite sure he wanted to be going home <laughs> as opposed to talking to us. But, mate, to, to get the CEO of an AFL football club on the line to talk for 20, 30 minutes like he did and to give him a, give us a bit of an insight into him... Um, and where the club's going is—it's literally worth its weight in gold. There's there's reporters, genuine um, AFL reporters. You have to make time with that man to get it to get an interview with him. So we we can't begin to tell you, Xavier, how appreciated we are of of you coming on the podcast. Um, the podcast episode uh, ratings went through the roof as well. So everybody really enjoyed the feedback that we got from people too on um, on social media for Xavier was huge. So um, again, thank you very much to uh, to Xavier Campbell for being our best podcast guest this year. Now then, on to the next uh, award, which I don't really want to call an award, but the award this year for the best villain. This is the guy that Essendon players and Essendon supporters really love to hate the most this year. Normally, it's basically anybody from Hawthorne or Collingwood yeah. um, with a little special mention to, to Carlton. But the best villain award this year goes to the sniping little guy, Nathan Brown. Nathan was the guy that just absolutely cleaned up Adam Saad when he wasn't looking and got 116 weeks, hopefully.
1: Yeah, it was probably the most... Emotional. will we at a game when that happened. Yep. And uh, and when the crowd saw it on the uh, the big screen afterwards and realised, went, oh my goodness, like that that was an actual really dirty act.
0: This is where the bombers still need to have Ron Andrews on their list or Ryan O'Connor or someone like that, and just tell him to just. The lunchtime catch-up podcast doesn't endorse just straight out violence, but if that guy doesn't get cleaned up in a game very soon, <laughs> I swear. Well, the next uh, the next one we've got going from the best villain going uh, to a slightly funnier one again. Then the next award we want to give out this year was just, I think there was a bet going internally at the SNL Football Club. There had to be because there was a lot of mushtakas um, on players this year. Yeah. Um, honorable mentions to uh, to Joey D.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but, and. And uh, Mitch, Mitchie Brown. And Mitchie Brown, who had just a real dirty kind of mo going on. Um, but the best mushtak. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pre-season moustache. Yeah, the pre-season moustache and uh, into the season as well. The best one going around was our mate David Myers.
1: Yes, David. uh, (laughs) Whatever led to that moustache?
0: It has to be a bet. And if it Uh, is, gentlemen, congratulations because... You've, you've stuck to it. You were dedicated all year. I'm not quite sure what your uh, what your girlfriends thought of your moustaches, but um, congratulations to David. Her, the little curled-up edges on the end looked like something out of the 50s. So congratulations to David Myers. So, look, we
1: want to get more onto... These are the, the, more of the four or five proper footy awards. Uh, so, look, we've got most exciting 2019 prospect.
0: Oh, and that's an
1: interesting one. And yeah. For the first time in the inaugural awards, we have a tie. That's what
0: it happens in the inaugural awards. It's the first time
1: we uh, we both could not split. We we uh, we punched on. We wrestled. We punched on. We wrestled. And I won. We
0: ended up just realizing. We'll just say both. Exactly correct. Now, you, it's a there's a pretty easy one for the for the first name that we're going to mention. And for the most exciting prospect of 2019, it's just Aaron Francis because I mean, if you watch the last few games he played, like he. He looked a class above, um I mean he absolutely destroyed um Jack Watts, yes, absolutely destroyed that kid, and he was absolutely just gave us a glimpse, just a glimpse of where he can be as a footballer, but the other guy that we wanted to, to mention in the same breath and and, and to tie for the most uh, exciting twenty nine nineteen prospect is Joe Danahar. <laughs>
1: So Aaron Francis and Joe Danahar
0: both win the award. Yep. We missed Joey's 65 goals. Mate, everybody needs to remember about Joey D because, I mean, that that kid's on his day. Don't worry about Tom Lynch, but on his day, he's the best forward in this comp, I swear. And for him down there was supporting Smack. And we had had Smack, we had Mitch Brown, we had um, uh, the small forward line, we had Jakey Stringer and that sort of stuff down there. But... Don't anybody forget about the best young forward in this comp coming into the side next year because it's going to be incredibly different. Our club looks so much different when he's running out, taking marks in our forward line as well. So congratulations to Aaron and Joe.
1: Yeah, look, just even thinking about it now, 2019 cannot come on, come oh, fast man. enough. <laughs> it really
0: can't. Like knock me out, like keep me under anaesthetic and knock me up. And they, hey Grant, there's an hour and a half till the start of the season, so I'm really looking forward to it. Look, we wanted to do
1: an award for best on-field support player, and uh, what do you mean by that? So, really, what I mean is, well, we had an argument at the start of the year that you know, when guys like Merritt was getting hit behind the play or there was some rough and tumble, we kind of a little bit shied away from it and weren't really standing up, and and we felt one guy. Started to change things around. Yep,
0: started to throw himself around, add a few people, stick up for his mates a little bit.
1: Yeah, and it, and it set a set a really good culture for the year, and and it made us look a little bit tougher. And and, and we've got to give him full credit. So led, led
0: from the front, the big fella on that on that front.
1: Yeah, and it's he's the first award tonight. Yeah. So uh, he was
0: uh, he was close to best after five Father, after five right, I think he might have handed the baton <laughs> over there, but the winner is. Tommy Bell Chambers
1: Yeah, so when we we're talking about the, the Nathan Brown incident with Saadi and everything like that, who was it that really came in strong? It was Tommy Bell
0: Chambers. Within the yeah. law, didn't lay anybody out cold and, and we lose him for six to eight weeks, but just led the front to to the front um, by throwing his big self around and really letting people know that it's not okay to happen. That then brought everybody in behind him and it really galvanized the club yeah. around its players and sticking up for little Sardi and sticking up for um, for Merritt who was getting hammered at the start of the year. So um, well done, Tommy Bell, throw your big self around the joint and show the other clubs that we're not just going to get thrown off the ball we're not going to get sniped yeah. coming out of the back line so um, congratulations to Tommy Bell Chambers
1: and a little bit of a special mention to Stringer as well he, uh, he, he had a, uh, a bit of a physical presence around him as he well. does he's
0: got a bit of mongrel in him Jakey <laughs> and I do like that about him
1: so look this one this one will be the Maybe the most controversial of the night. Mm-hmm. And it was, what was the best Essendon team win of the year?
0: Now, get back to us on social media. Get back to us at, on Twitter or at the Lunchtime Catch-Up podcast Facebook page. Um, for any of these awards, to be quite frank, let us know what you thought, whether or not we were we were right and who you thought you could slide in there. Um, but the best team win of the year.
1: Yeah, so this is obviously a very opinion-based when it comes to best win of the year. Because uh, I reckon Wusha might have a different answer, and everyone else might have a different answer, and and us, we just go by historically how Western has performed, to what big wins we had this year. And look, let's just mention some really big wins. Even round one against the Adelaide Crows, we were well and truly out of it. Came back in the last quarter, and and you know, Begley kicked the ceiling goal. Begs, yep. <laughs> And we all thought we were off and running then. Yes. And, and, and then, lost six of the next seven. Yeah, that wasn't good. So look, after that we, we beat Geelong at the G after sort of after round eight against the Carlton. We came back and no one gave us a shot against Geelong and, and we we actually cleaned them up quite convincingly. Yep. Then that started a really big run of consistency and, and like big, noticeable games where West Coast can west coast. Almost very, very hard to do and this was a hard one for me not to pick. And and GWS in GWS, again... It's a uh, big win. <laughs> big win. We won five interstate in a row. So all those could be mentioned in 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 a logical way of why they were significant for the club.
0: And I think that's, that's overall... I mean, the best team win of the year, I think, is the fact that we won all of our away games. I yeah. don't know that any other club can say that this year. Um, but... And I think that the club will really put that in for consistency because those games are they're almost worth two if you can win them away,
1: yeah, and look I thought the Port Adelaide game, the last round, I actually thought that was a really impressive win because we obviously could not make the finals and 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 for many teams they they go on to thinking about next year or the off season or and everything like that, or trades or and everything like that. but we were really focused and took it right up to Port Adelaide, who are a good team. And we beat them quite convincingly. So for me, the most significant win, uh, and for Grant as well, yep. uh, was uh 15 19 109 over the Sydney Swans 10 6, 66.
0: Incredible win.
1: Incredible win. And uh, it probably deserves a round of applause. Yes, it
0: does, they actually, probably. What's too bad? Yay! we are the uber Professionals <laughs> Super Professionals sorry I'm sitting here thinking of the game I'm thinking of the of the game being the Swans going oh man I love that game have I still got it on Foxtel I might watch it when I get home oops sorry the applause I won't, give you,
1: the, I won't give you the tip who's on uh, on applaud award duties <laughs> and the best
0: award for not getting your applaud duty or your sound effects duties done correctly is Grant yes thank you so
1: look the Sydney Swans game I I there's no other game that I came away after the game as happy with the performance of the side it, for so many reasons, uh, was, David Myers was yeah the form of Myers Langford. It was, but it was more critically our midfield smashed them, and they for the first if you remember that game for the first quarter Sydney came out quite dirty. Yeah, they, they really, did. Yeah. They were really roughing us up, and because look the psychology is that's how they beat Essendon, and they've done it consistently.
0: Yeah. And we weathered the storm, and just let them know that that doesn't yeah. play anymore. Yeah, it does not play with us anymore.
1: And then after the second half, I mean, it was funny because the scoreboard doesn't show it, but we obliterated them. Like they didn't win a centre clearance almost in the last thirty-five minutes of the game. So so we we absolutely smashed them. It was the most. Uh, it was the it was the win that I knew something was happening. It, it was uh, it was the first time I went. There's something genuine about this transformation on field of the Essendon Football Club, and and it meant a lot to me. And so we've chosen that as our best win of the year.
0: Brilliant. Now, the only other... We've got a couple of funny ones we want to mention a bit uh, bit later on, but the the next one we've got is uh, Player of the Year. But what we'll do is we'll take a quick break uh, and we'll come back with a couple of little funny ones and then Player of the Year award.
1: Biggest award of the
0: night, The Lunchtime Catch Up Podcast Player of the Year. The 2018 Best Player of the Year Award finalists are Dyson Heppel, Adam Sard, and Zach Merritt. But the winner goes to Devon Smith. Yes, congratulations to Devon for winning this inaugural award. Um, we could quite literally have given it to Dyson Heppel as well. Um, Zaki Merritt got a million possessions, but just for overall effort, breaking records... First year at the club. First year at the club, kicking goals, just really seriously showing GWS they made a massive mistake.
1: Yeah, I mean, to... To have the most tackles ever recorded in a year in AFL history, in your first year at a new club, just an enormous effort.
0: It's nuts. He fit in like he's been there
1: for 10 years. He did, didn't he? He seems to get along with the boys really, really well. Uh, So just an unbelievable achievement. And we're very proud to say that we we have him as our player of the year.
0: That number five looks like it's in real good hands. It does,
1: doesn't it? Impacting a game. And look, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. Because next year, like, does, he's still got a bit of growth, I think, because this is his first year really playing as a mid. Yeah, absolutely. Since his junior days, So he'll get much. He
0: said by his own admission, he still needs another level of fitness. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess with with him sort of running through the midfield and being having the ability again to go through that forward line as required or sharking the ball around the forward line, kicking goals, um, Essendon Footy Club's got a lot to look forward to with Devin Smith because I think he's... He's got another uh, cog to go up.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So, look, congratulations!
1: They're all the major winners of uh, They're all the major
0: twenty odd winners uh, for this year in the inaugural awards. A couple of special mention awards that aren't kind of awards, but one of the one of the ones that I think that a lot of podcast listeners will uh, will understand is. The Longest Worded Podcast uh, Question Award. It goes to Scott McNeese <laughs> it It's a tie between the Chip LeGrand episode and the Mark Harvey, Harvey episode. <laughs>
1: thank you. Uh, i just like to thank my family for uh, yep.
0: listening to my long-winded questions. Exactly right. Um, you can tell, uh, and it's it's a big deal for us, uh, again, in this Little Dicky podcast, um, when we get someone like Chip LeGrand or Mark Harvey or Xavier Campbell or uh, a childhood idol in Simon Madden, you want to make sure the questions are like just as well-worded and said as I possibly can. And Scotty, bless his little heart, he will just explain his question a lot and then realise, actually, I haven't asked the man a question yet. So congratulations, yes. Scotty, for the longest-worded podcast question award. Thank you very question much.
1: I am a bit of a conversationalist, so uh, uh, we're, we're quickly coming to terms. We've got to be short and sharper. Yes. Uh, so, look, that will be the focus of our of our preseason. Uh, our preseason,
0: we'll be doing a preseason. We'll be uh, <laughs> making short questions uh, are much shorter than they have been this year. Another quick one that I want to give to Scotty, another honorary mention, is Best Technical Achievement in Podcast Editing for 2018. And that goes to this episode. <laughs> thank you. Congratulations, Scotty, for the enormous amount of podcast editing that you're doing in this episode, um, putting in sound effects left and right. So congratulations and thank you, Scotty. Uh, my pleasure. Now... Now, look, we... Uh... This
1: one, this award that gives me pain, is painful for me, and it's most obscure and constant references to a former EFC player. That goes to Grand Hill for his constant referencing of Ariel Steinberg. Thank you
0: very much, Scotty. Look, I think Ariel Steinberg was a footballing genius. And the fact that he was um, delisted by our club far too soon, I think will be one thing that um, the Essendon Football Club will regret for the rest of their lives. Um, Ariel, if you're out there, I still wish you were playing. Um, <laughs> no, you don't. I just so do. And Ariel Steinberg's a gun and I won't hear anything otherwise. So <laughs> there you go. Well, look guys, I think um we're done for this year's uh, podcast awards. Yeah,
1: look, it's been a fantastic year. Uh look when I when I see how many people uh that we correspond with, we get tremendous support and look, I just want to mention a few key um sort of areas where we get support. We we posted on Bomber Blitz and, and to all the guys on Bomber Blitz, thanks for your yeah, support. Yeah, really big thanks uh, to those guys. Always, You always know you're going to get honest feedback on Bomber Blitz, but I actually really like it and, and it sort of helps us grow a bit. Uh, look, thanks to our Twitter friends. There's so many out there, uh, from Gwenda to Carly to all the guys out there, uh, Magoo and everyone like that. So thanks for all your, your, I guess, loyalty and uh, and your friendship. Uh, for all our Facebook group uh, members launched on catch up podcast on facebook uh look thank you for all the compliments and and, and all the support uh it's been a terrific year we're still going to be around obviously uh but look obviously because there's no games on every week the 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 likelihood is there won't be a podcast every week yep uh and some good time to just been spend, spend a bit with family but on key moments we'll we'll obviously come and do a podcast cuz we love the draft we love yeah. the we love the trade period so We'll still be around for those, and look if the, the VFL guys get a little bit deeper, then we'll, we'll do an odd podcast there. Absolutely, to make sure the VFL is covered. And um, but you'll thank you so much for your friendship and support. Um, if you this is the first time you ever heard the show, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, uh, we we are quite informative, uh, and and uh, but we, have we a try little. our best, and look. Please, uh, if you haven't listened to our show before, then subscribe to our iTunes channel and our SoundCloud channel. Uh, it's We've had tremendous, um, I guess, growth in, in how many people listen to the show. I was just looking the other day from 2018 to 2017, and I think we've... Uh, gone up 62 percent from last
0: year in our audience which is which is incredible so again thank you for everybody for uh for tuning in and subscribing and liking so actually there's one other um group of people that i want to uh, thank scotty and that is our much 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 better and far more attractive <laughs> better halves yes um in uh, die and meld so a massive thank you to those guys for allowing us to to jump on uh, in Scotty's front room, especially to Mel, to jump in, his, in her front room and natter on for yes. a few hours while we do the podcast. So a massive thank you to Didi and a thank you to Mel as well. Yeah, so look,
1: we'll wrap things up. Uh, look forward to the uh, trade week in four or five weeks. Uh, we won't be strangers. Come say hi to us on our Twitter lunch, to- lunch
0: catch-up. Is at that, the lunch yeah at the lunch catch up on twitter we couldn't get lunch time catch up for some weird reason uh, or, it's at the lunch catch up
1: and we'll also be posting on our facebook lunchtime catch up podcast page yep so have a have a great uh i guess september guys sadly we're not in the uh the finals but i think this time next year that will oh i
0: think that'll have changed that will have changed yeah um thanks very much everybody for tuning in and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon catch you guys